you're listening to the Careers for You podcast, the podcast aimed at Bournemouth University students and graduates. Each episode, we talk to employers, alumni and professionals all about their career journey, what employers are looking for and help you explore the opportunities that are available to you. Welcome to this episode of the Careers BU podcast. I'm Amanda, Careers Advisor at Bournemouth University. Today we dive deep into the world of networking and its impact on your career. Joining me is Lee Taylor, who has made a name for himself in the fields of business development and marketing. With his expertise in building connections, we chat about why building a network is so valuable, how students and graduates can take their first networking steps, and what it means to build a personal brand. Welcome, Lee. Thanks for joining me today. Hi, thanks for having me. Could you just tell me a little bit about your background, please? Yeah, so um, I, I specialize in, in marketing and, and business growth. And I, gosh, I, I graduated back in uh, at the University of South Wales back in 2000. So uh, I've pretty much almost exclusively been working within marketing and business growth for, gosh, over 20 years now. Um, and predominantly within the professional services sector. So within law firms and accountants, that sort of thing. Um, but straight out of university, I got my, uh, my, my first job working for a law firm in Cardiff. I was the only member of the marketing team there. Um, And luckily, I was able to influence quite a few of those lawyers to kind of step outside that comfort zone and do some really good marketing initiatives. So over the last kind of 20 or so years, um, that's essentially what I've been doing with all the firms that I've been working with is is kind of working with people, educating them in marketing and and helping their business to grow. So um, I've been I've started at a very, very junior level um, and worked my way up through uh, all of the businesses that I've been in. So uh, uh, I've kind of been there and, and, and done all of the levels of marketing right the way through. So uh, I, I would recommend it as, a, as a, a career. It is absolutely fantastic. Thank you. And so obviously your background's in marketing and we, we could probably do a whole episode about marketing. However, we're going to be in this episode, we're going to be talking more about well, marketing yourself. So networking, building your brand yep. and what students and graduates can can do to build their brand and network and you know I thought you're a really great person to do that because you know we I follow you on LinkedIn um we we chat a lot about kind of what you're doing and we've got the same sort of connections so I can see that you're you're you've got quite a big network haven't you I have yeah yeah and but that's that's something that I've I've grown over time really yeah excellent okay so so firstly let's talk about networking what is networking and why can it be so valuable to to professionals yeah well um i mean in a nutshell um the it's the process of making connections and building relationships in a in a professional or or business setting and 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 that's pretty much it really there's there's lots and lots of different ways that you can network um whether that be in a physical environment or whether that be online but essentially it's about meeting new people building that trust, building those relationships and and helping to connect people. Um, It's not always about kind of going out and and, uh, sell, sell, sell. There's there's a big misconception around this kind of, I've got to go networking, I've got to sell, sell, sell. Um, And if I don't come back from networking with three or four pieces of work, then, then it's not worked and it's not worked for me that's not what it is it, it's it's so much more valuable than that um, I mean 99% of my time 
um, whilst I'm networking, I'm never even talking about my business or the business that I work with. I'm, I'm essentially putting people in touch with other people. I'm listening to people, seeing how I can help, see, see how I can, I can kind of connect people um, uh, or, or help them. And, and essentially through that, um, I fortunately, I've I've been very fortunate to to have uh, have gained a lot of trust through doing that. People do appreciate the fact that um, people help people, and um, essentially, I think if you if you go networking expecting to sell, you're probably doing networking for the wrong reasons, and uh, there's other ways in which you can do that. And for students and graduates, so it can be quite daunting building a network. I mean, for me, I don't. I think when I was a graduate, yeah. I would have veered away from any of that. I did. There wasn't LinkedIn when I was at university. Um, so yeah, it, yeah. nor me, nor me. <laughs> so, um, so I think it can be quite daunting. And also trying to understand what it can, how networking can be beneficial to a student or graduate. So what can a student or graduate get out of building connections with people? Yeah, I mean, I I wish I'd have started networking uh, a lot sooner. Um, I moved to Dorset in in 2010, and and other than my wife and my mother and father-in-law, I did not know anybody in Dorset. And I was I was starting my own business. I was doing some freelance work. Um, I I literally didn't know anybody. Um, and I'd been working for gosh about 10 years before then, and I. I in a previous role, I hadn't needed to do networking. So suddenly I was I was kind of dropped into this kind of scenario where if I didn't go out there and kind of speak to people and start to, to, to grow my reputation within the area, then nobody else was going to do it for me. So um, I actually went to a, a, a local Dorset Chamber event um, armed with a load of business cards. Um, luckily, I, I met a really great guy called Paul Tansy there and we had a good chat. Uh, I introduced myself. Myself, I uh, he he got to know me, um, but what I what I did notice was that he only asked me questions. He didn't really come up to me and start selling his business. He just he was just very very interested in me and what I do, what who I wanted to speak to, how did I uh, want to grow my business, that sort of thing. He didn't sell. Um, and he just used to float across the room effortlessly, kind of connecting people. He knew a lot of people. Um, and and then it just clicked. It was like, well, actually, I, I don't need to be going to this networking event to to sell. I just need to be present and, and just start to be helpful. And people remember people that are helpful. And I'm sure, Amanda, you, you always remember those people that, that help you. And I think if, if you can go to an event, whether that be a, a physical event um, or whether that be an online event, um, and, and just be there and, and almost be the host, be helpful, then that goes a long way in, in starting to build your network. Yeah, that's really good. And I think... For students who may be going to those events, like you said, they, they can too just be helpful. They don't have to go with the agenda of, I need to find a job, give me a job. It can just be, you know, yeah. talking to people, asking questions, finding out other people's career journeys. And, you know, because yeah. if there are people there who want to be helpful, you can they can utilise that help, can't they, those, those, those students? Yeah, very much so. I mean, the, the, the biggest, uh, certainly if you, if you, 
don't feel like you've you've got that network to build from the biggest and, and most valuable thing that you can do is is exactly as you just said go and ask questions be interested show interest have an opinion on something obviously a positive opinion um show, show interest in something and ask questions oh how did you do this or actually yeah that that's that's something that i'm 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 really struggling with at the moment how would you overcome that obstacle and just go and ask questions and 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 listen and and just absorb everything because if I was on the other end of that conversation with a with a student and speaking to somebody that showed interest at somebody that had some really useful uh, questions um, I'm going to remember that person um, and actually I'd, I'd probably want to connect with them and, and want to have a, a chat with them further because they've shown interest they've asked questions yeah they might not have all of the answers but um, who does? So, so yeah, somebody that just shows a passion, shows an interest and, and just really is interested in, in being in the moment and, and being there. And then that could potentially lead to opportunities, couldn't it? It could, it could lead to maybe that student asking, can I have an informational interview, you know, have, have a chat about, about further about what you're doing or experience, work experience. Yeah, very much so. And, and and I would always and 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 like you said earlier, Amanda, the um, LinkedIn when when we started out in in our careers was uh, was wasn't really around. But you've got LinkedIn at your disposal now, and and I would always be following up with LinkedIn, thanking people for having that conversation, asking if you can connect on LinkedIn, um, and and that is how you start to grow a network by by being helpful by being interested by being passionate and it doesn't have to be going into a room and trying to get 50 or so connections the the, the next step might be to you know what I really enjoyed that conversation I'd love to to connect with you because um, I I, I really enjoyed our conversation and I'm really interested in 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 some of the things and opinions that you have so um, that it, it it's networks are grown one by one they're they're not grown uh, on mass and and I think when you think that way that kind of takes some of the pressure off as well that you've got to go into the room and make 50 connections Um, Mm. actually if you just go into the room and say do you know what I just want to meet some interesting people and come away with some connections it really does take the pressure off them. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. It could just be that one connection that then you follow that up on LinkedIn, you stay connected, then they've got more connections and then gradually it, it builds, doesn't it? It Exactly. And, and, and that's, I mean, Paul, who I mentioned earlier, Paul Tanzi, um, him and I are, are still really good friends now. And if it wasn't for meeting Paul and, and showing an interest with Paul, he's introduced me over the over the last kind of 12, 13 years. He's introduced me to so many people because he knows me. He knows what I'm about. He, know, he knows I'm passionate. Um, and he's connected with me, me with so many other people, um, and off the off the back of that, so many other opportunities have, have, have uh, came about. So, so yeah, do do have that confidence to to kind of just go out there and ask questions and um, and and be interested in people around us. Mm, that's really good advice. And for students and graduates. Um, how can they start building a network? What types of events could they go to? Or yeah, how can they get started with this? 
there's lots of events out there, um, whether they be online or offline. And and I think you start with something that you're interested in, whether you're doing a, a media degree or whether you're doing something within marketing, find something around that is something that you're interested in. in. Because if, if you go to something that you're interested in, you're, you're going to be committed to it you're going to have those useful questions you're going to have insights and you and you're going to have experiences yourself now i go to a lot of 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 events but in all honesty you could go to an event every single day of the week for breakfast (laughs) lunch and and evening that there's there's not enough hours in the day so I, i would I would find those network, networking events or those community events and where where you have an interest, where, um, where the people that you want to be in front of hang out. And there's so much research that you can do, whether that be on LinkedIn, whether that be on uh, any of the, the, the various event brights. There's lots of events on there. Um, but really do your research. There's no point going to an event that you don't really care too much about just hoping to meet the people that you want to meet that that's going to waste a lot of time so do your research find out where the people that you want to meet hang out um and 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 turn up and be present and if you say that you're going to turn up please do turn up there's nothing worse certainly if you're an event organizer seeing that somebody didn't attend or they didn't even uh send an, an apology that they couldn't make it anymore by not turning up that that is adding to your personal brand but probably not adding to your personal brand in a positive way mm-hmm. yeah so definitely letting them know um, and yeah. those types of networking events or conferences or whatever they are which can be very nerve-wracking for for, mm. for students for graduates for anyone actually I think a lot of people don't always like those types of events so uh, have you got any tips as to how to overcome those nerves or any ways that they can manage that yeah yeah i mean i i must admit i'm a i'm actually an introvert at heart and um it's it's something that i'm 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 doing it kind of 15 years on i i still get nervous i still get those butterflies in the stomach walking into a room and maybe i don't know many people um one of the biggest tips um that that i would recommend and and um, I'm not on commission for saying this, but I read a book called um, uh, The Jelly Effect by a guy called Andy Bounds. Gosh, it must, I think it came out in about 2007, but it's been updated since. But um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a chapter on there uh, all about networking, because again, when I was looking to, to, to start my business, I'd, I'd, I'd never done it. So I really wanted to, to do my research and what the best approach was. But in there, in the book, it says like the, the aim is not to go in there and sell, 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 but find the people that you want to connect with and then follow up with them. So actually, you go to an event, you you speak to people. Some of the people are going to be, oh, wow, this is a really interesting person. I want to get to know this this person. Make a mental note to follow up with them. Or actually, there's some people that you think, Do you know what, I probably... That conversation probably doesn't get me uh, any further to where I want to go with my career. Um, and then you just move on to the the, the, the next people. But the, the the jelly effect by Andy Browns, it, it, it's got so many good, useful tips, even things like recognizing which groups of people to approach at a networking event. Now, if, if there's anyone in any networking event and they're on their own, they are the first person that I'm going to go and speak to because chances are they're standing there mm-hmm. 
they're in a room full of people that are already talking and actually they're never going to say no to somebody coming up to them and saying do you know do you, do you mind if I have a have a, a conversation yeah. with you introduce yourself hi I'm Lee how are you what are you here for and there's lots and lots of little signals from this jelly effect that really did help me with my networking um, and once I'd kind of once once I'd understood that that it's not to go in there and sell 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 it took the whole pressure off the whole idea of networking. And actually, I really started to enjoy it. So, yeah, start small, ask questions. I mean, I, I go up to people and it, it certainly I, I just say to people, look, do you mind if I join you? And I've never I think people perceive that people are going to say no or they're going to be rejected. And, and, and even I still have some of those little feelings as well at the back of my mind but actually in the 15 years that I have ever been networking I've gone up to people that I don't necessarily know say hi I'm Lee do you mind if I join you not one person in 15 years has ever said no and then and then you you get involved in the conversation and usually somebody Mm -hmm. will say oh we're just talking about uh, what's going on in the news or we're talking about this that and the other and and suddenly by just doing that very, very simple step, you're in on a conversation and then it becomes easy. You just ask questions and then you go with the flow with the conversation. It, it, it really is no much more difficult than that. The difficult part is overcoming that kind of little little devil on your shoulder that is, is saying negative things uh, to you. It, just overcoming that and, and just going over there and just, just introducing yourself. Once you've done that, it then becomes like anywhere else in society. Mm. I think that's really that's really good to hear that actually people are open for you just going up to say hi. You know, can I just join you? Um, and they they and they normally are, because they they they're there to network as well. So they yep. are probably like, oh great, another person to network with. So um, that's that's really great. And I think for for those of us who maybe would still be quite worried about doing that, I guess it's small steps, isn't it? So it might be going to some events because you know at university we run lots of different events we bring employers on into lectures you know it could be that first step to build confidence is just go and have a chat with that employer after a lecture and just introduce yourself so it can be small baby steps to kind of build that confidence so if they when you get to the point of going to more of a kind of formal networking event you feel a bit more more confident going up to to someone exactly exactly and 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 those little small baby steps make a huge difference and they compound the more that you do it i mean you've got a comfort zone the more that you do it the more that your comfort zone gets a little bit bigger so actually it doesn't feel uh, uncomfortable anymore suddenly the, you, you're doing it more and more which means that actually it, it starts to become within within your comfort zone and even like you say going to lectures and just going with a mindset of do you know what I've never spoke to that person over there I've, I've they've always got some useful comments to add in in, in a lecture I'm going to go and introduce myself to them and just speak to them and and the more that you do that, the more that you become comfortable with it. And, and then suddenly it becomes so easy. And I think we, we, we spend so much time kind of building this kind of um, thought of rejection or, or, or these, these kind of scenarios in our mind that actually, if you just give it some thought, go out and do it, um, it isn't anywhere near as bad or as intimidating as you thought it would be. And then you kind of leave there and you think, do you know what? I don't know what I was worried about. That's really useful. And I think obviously you know, we've talked about 
networking events but actually building connections with people can be done anywhere you can talk to friends um you know people neighbors um people just around your community and just engage in that conversation you know oh what do you do oh how did you get into that so it doesn't have to be networking doesn't have to be going to a networking event it's about building connections with people whether that's building connections in university outside of university in your community when you're volunteering and it's trying to maintain those connections isn't it it is it is and 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 having that interest as well and really listening i mean i've i've i won't name names but i've been to some uh, networking events in the past and you can you can see these serial people that just don't get the idea of of kind of engaging with people and they walk in and they they commandeer the um the, the conversation they pitch all about themselves and then they walk off and if you're going to speak to somebody, really engage with them, maintain eye contact, not in a weird way, but you know what I mean? Just just have those really good conversations and, and listen and ask questions. And mm. um, I think there's so much to be said about listening, because every time that you're listening, you are getting a vibe about somebody you're right is this is this person somebody that could really help me or this person that really seems to know something about this particular subject matter actually they would be really really useful I spend so much time at networking just listening and 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 having conversations with people and for 99% of the time I'm probably not even talking I'm just letting people talk and then asking just various prompts but yeah you can do it in in your local community you can do it on campus at university you can do it at those social events that you have and actually pretty much university life is all about networking anyway all you're doing is just putting putting what you're doing at university in, into a professional setting and not kind of bigging it up too much more than that excellent okay so it'd be great just to talk a little bit about how you you use linkedin as well um, to build and to maintain those networks and obviously the sort of content you're posting and your personal brand. So um, actually, let, let's talk about personal brand first because you mentioned that earlier. So firstly, yeah. we, personal building a brand um, is quite topical. I, I read a lot about building your, your personal yeah. brand and how important is that. So what is a, what is a personal brand? Well, I mean, it's it's a big buzzword at the moment, um, and it and it it seems to be the last few years that it it came out as this personal brand, and you see influence people being called influencers and things like that. And essentially, I I just see a personal brand is, do you know what? What are people saying about you when you're not in the room? You're you're actually building up a personal brand, or actually dismantling a personal brand by the things that you do every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, and in all honesty, the in my opinion, the, the the personal brand actually gets built up by others, not you. Um, the, the the personal brand is actually built by the things that you do, the the, the way that you make people feel, um, how you take time to really listen to what people are saying. Your attitude on things, whether that be work or the the, the way in which you do things, um, the way that you do things consistently, whether you're online or offline, whether you're empathetic, um, the things ultimately it's the things that people say about you when you're not in the room. That is what I deem a personal brand is. 
got control over it, but you've not got control about what people say about you outside of uh, uh, of that room. Your attitude to things is going to make play a huge part. Now you hear these horror stories of of people that comment on things online in such a negative way and that's the, that's the opposite to a personal brand that's when people start to get into that that kind of trolling um mindset as well and mm. yeah that's building a personal brand but it's not building a very positive personal brand and at the heart of any personal brand and i'm, I'm not a huge fan on the word kind of personal brand it's hard earned and i, I kind of see it as a as an equity of trust if, if the more that you kind of um, do things, and, and I mentioned earlier about your actions, how you make people feel, every time you're, you're kind of investing in an equity of trust. So you're building up your kind of trust reservoir of the more that, and the more that you invest in it, the more that it compounds and, and like any savings account or ISA or anything like that, the more that you invest in something, gradually it grows over time. And actually, when people are talking about you outside of the room, actually, they're contributing to that that savings, that equity of trust as well. So um, actually, the more that you do it, the more that you do things positively, it compounds uh, and, it, and it grows. Um, and ultimately, it's it's the petrol that, um, that, that brings your brand to life. Ultimately, it, it all boils down to trust. Um, and by having a personal brand, you are building up a brand of, do you know what, is this person trustworthy? Does this person, is this somebody that mm. I would like to speak to? Would I like to have them on my team? Would I like to have them working in my business or for my business? So all of this comes out of a, out of a personal brand. Um, and ultimately, you're in control of it. You don't need a kind of Amazon or a Jeff Bezos size marketing budget to be able to invest into this kind of uh, personal brand. And in my experience, it's, it's where everybody's kind of spotlight should be. Um, so if, if, you, if you want some advice on how people should be growing their, their personal brand, turn up, listen, listen to people, listen to what people have to say. And, and I mean, really listen, don't just nod your head and look over their shoulder into the distance, just really engage in a conversation with people. Be present, don't just turn up in the room and, and just, just to say that you're there, actually engage with people, make people feel great, provide a good service and connect people. If you know, so if you're speaking to somebody and you know that you can uh, connect somebody to somebody else, do that because people will appreciate it. And ultimately, keep your promises if you say you're going to do something whether that be a follow-up or whether that be that you're going to introduce somebody or you say that you're going to turn up do it don't break your promises because that will take away that that kind of trust and that that personal brand and you don't want to be known for that oh yeah that person says that they're going to turn up but they never do and we all know people that are like that and unfortunately yeah as I said earlier, this is that personal brand. It's what people are saying about you mm -hmm. when you're not in the room. If that thing that they're saying is, oh, yeah, they always say that they're going to turn up, but they never do. That's probably not the personal brand you want. No, that's really good advice, because I think sometimes we think about personal brand and you think of kind of the fancy pictures on LinkedIn or the, you know, the the you know the canva designs of the posts and things like that which is you know yes it can be part yeah. of that if you you have a business but actually it's about what you you want to be known for how you can you you engage with people yeah. 
um, the trust that you build up with people. It's it's that that is what's and that is what's ultimately really important, isn't it? To be known. It is. It is. And and do you know what? If if you do all of those things that I've I've kind of just mentioned, you don't have to work at growing your personal brand because it will be built itself. It will be building itself by what other people are saying because you've made people feel great. You've you've had great conversations with people. You're you're mm. connected. You've had uh, you've asked really really great questions. You will be building your your personal brand with actually without having to try too hard. Um, so don't get honed in on these checklists of things that you need to do to build your personal brand ultimately be you be engaging have good conversations with people and and listen Mm, brilliant I, i really like that advice okay so let's talk a little bit more about linkedin then because you know a brilliant social media platform well professional social media platform to build and maintain networks as well and and connections so how do you how do you use LinkedIn uh yeah I mean echoing what you say there Amanda I mean LinkedIn is a is an absolute masterpiece for for anybody looking to kind of uh get on in the in the professional setting um I use it mostly as a listening tool as I mentioned earlier about listening I I really do I follow some really, really good people, people that I, I admire, people that I, um, I aspire to kind of be involved with in terms of um, working with them, working for them. I, I've, I, ultimately, it all comes down to, do you know what, who are you interested in? Who do you want to be in front of? Follow them. Um, you, you've got obviously got the following connect uh, ability on um, LinkedIn as well. You can you can get alerted every single time that they post all of these useful things. Follow those people that you're interested in or work in a space in an area that you want to get into. And I listen and I comment. I, I probably use a kind of one to ten ratio in terms of I probably post once a week, if that uh, once every other week as a very minimum but what I am doing the other 90% of the time I'm actually commenting on other people's uh, posts so in particular people if I if I wanted to work with or for a particular company I would be going out I would be seeking out who those people that I want to influence who they are on LinkedIn very easy to find uh, on LinkedIn. I'd be seeking those out, and I would be looking at their their um, their profiles and their their the posts that they make, and I would be commenting on it, and I would be making memorable comments. I'd be I'd be behaving positively. I wouldn't be like we said earlier about being a troll, but I would be acting positively and adding adding something to the conversation that they've had, even if it is just asking a question. Now. Sometimes people think that they've got to have this wonderfully scripted, academic, wonderful answer. Actually, some of the best comments that I've I've ever got the, the most engagement out of was actually asking another question or this is my experience. What, what do people think about this? And then suddenly that has spiraled into lots and lots of other connections. Uh, people that I wouldn't necessarily mm-hmm. have met have seen those posts as well. There's so much to be done on LinkedIn, but primarily, primarily, 90% of the time, I am commenting on other people's posts, whether that be connecting other people. Oh, actually, you, you said this. I know somebody over here that you should speak to. I recommend 
so-and-so to, to speak to and, and you can tag them in and everything. There's so much that you can do, but ultimately I'm just in it to try and be as helpful as possible. Connect people um, is, is a really good way of, of doing that. I, I get that obviously people will be starting from a small um, kind of personal network themselves, but the best way to start to build your, your network up is to, mm. is to make useful comments. What I then do is follow that up in the, in the DMs. Probably, again, 90% of my work is, is or conversations happen in the, in the direct messages. And it, it's ultimately like, a, you imagine like an iceberg. What people actually see is that tip of the iceberg, but actually the stuff that I do, the, the, the way that I build up those connections and build up that, those relationships with people is in the direct messages, um, whether that be using voice notes, whether that be using short videos or linking people to things. That's where kind of the, the real networking happens is, is, is in the DMs. And when you have a connection request, do you prefer to have a someone send you a, a DM with that connection request? Because I know a lot of people, so there's some people that won't even accept a connection request unless a notice sent as well. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I, I, I probably err towards that as well. I mean, it, it's it's very easy to send a connection request without a note. And, and, and that's one of my frustrated parts of, of LinkedIn is that the default is that it actually automatically sends that connection request and then suddenly you can't add a note. But where possible, I will always add a, a note, uh, a personal note with any connection request, mm. whether that be I've, I've really enjoyed uh, reading your posts. Um, if they, I'd, I'd love to connect because um, I really value your opinions on various things. And just, just something that can add value to them. Why should they connect with you? If people don't send a personal note with them, I probably don't connect with them unless, for example, I've met them at an event uh, earlier or something like that. My rule of thumb is I always uh, send a personal note and unless somebody sends me a personal note, I tend not to connect with them unless there's a, there's another reason why I should. Um, so yeah, use LinkedIn. It's an absolutely fantastic tool. Um, and I really am not the Uber guru when it comes to LinkedIn, but if, if any, any people want to follow somebody that it really is, uh, the LinkedIn guru. It's a, it's a lovely guy called John Esperian. Um, just type in John Esperian into, uh, into Google and you'll, you'll find him. But John does know a lot about LinkedIn. He probably knows more about LinkedIn than LinkedIn does itself. Um, <laughs> but John, John is absolutely fantastic. His, his kind of tagline is that he is, he's relentlessly helpful. And, and do you know what he is? But he knows a lot about LinkedIn. So I would recommend it if anybody really does want to get a, 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 into the intricacies of, of LinkedIn and what to do and what not to do, then, then give John a, a follow because he really does know his stuff. That's great. Yeah, I think I think I might be following him. I need to go. I need to go away and check now. I recognise the name. Um, but that, yeah, I think that's that's great to see how you use LinkedIn. Um, and for students and graduates, you know, their starting point is connect to academics, connect to the careers team, connect to employers, 
Um, if you've been yeah. to an event and watched somebody talk about, you know, say an employer has been to an event and they're talking about their company, send a connection request with a note to them. Um, connect to other graduates, alumni. That's yeah. the starting point, isn't it? And then it just gradually grows. It is. As I said earlier, it just compounds. The more that you do it, the more that these things grow. And then suddenly you'll look at your connections profile and you think, wow, I've got some really good connection bases as well. And and, and one of the things is that I, I, I mentioned earlier, I wish I'd have started growing my connections 10 years earlier um, because um, if you think about it, you, you you will start at an entry level position, as will your uh, your 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 colleagues, and and as your careers progress, you will, their their career will progress, and you will start to build up some really powerful connections that will last the length of time as well. So start early and in, and and invest in it. Treat it like your education. Invest in your network. The more that you invest in that network, the more you'll get out of it. Brilliant. That's so helpful. Thank you so much, Lee. I think it's just been a really great insight into networking, LinkedIn, building those connections. And you've given some amazing tips that I think students and grads can take away. No problem. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much. No, thank you for having me. I've really enjoyed it. And, and yeah, if anybody does have any questions, send me a, a personal note on, on LinkedIn. More than happy to, to, to help anybody that's got any questions that's listened to this. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening today. Please remember to subscribe and follow so you can keep up to date with all new episodes.